Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Narciss New Supply. What's going on with that? Why are they attracted to that person? That person's not even attractive. That person doesn't even have money or image or status. Why would that person actually want to be with that new supply? Well, today we're going to be talking about some of that. And if you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. If you like what you see here talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, hit subscribe. Hit that notification so that you get notified when we drop new videos, new content, when we're going live on the platform, anything like that to try to help you get awareness. Or maybe something you watch today or tomorrow would be something that you could share with someone that might be going through a crazy situation and you could provide clarity. When we talk about narcissists, we normally talk about how they love supply, how they love that reaction, how they love that attention from another person. Sometimes that attention from another person could be anyone, could be anything. Sometimes it doesn't even matter. It's just they're getting something from someone. So we're going to talk through a couple things today. Some of it's going to be the next supply and what attracts the narcissist to that next supply and what actually matters, how that's going to match up. When we talk about the word supply, I want you to understand that we're not talking about this in a way to degrade another person. Sometimes people hear me say the word supply and they start attacking me. And I'm like, I'm not calling someone a supply now as a degrading form. I'm using it as a definition to describe what the narcissist is actually thinking about another person, which is pretty bad, which is a way that the narcissist doesn't care about you and doesn't care about the other person. When we're talking about the word supply, we're talking about this aspect of a person or a thing that reacts to the narcissist giving attention or giving validation to their shallow, false sense of reality. For that kind of person, it is going to be a person that comes into the narcissist's life that makes them feel better about themselves. It doesn't mean that they're going to care or love that person. It just means, hey, in this moment, I'm getting something from this person, so they are good supply. But what's going on when we talk about the next supply? Because typically when we're talking about the next supply, we're looking at, hey, narcissist wants the supply to feed their ego. They want to look better by being with this person. They want to get attention. Maybe they want to be able to infiltrate and have more money. Maybe it's just a different sense of mask. What's actually going on with the next supply? Well, a lot of times, a narcissist views themselves as being pretty amazing, right? They, they view themselves as being the best person on the planet. That's what I thought. I thought I was perfect. I thought I didn't have any mistakes, anything that I had to work on. And as a result, I was like, I'm so amazing. Let me go find someone else who actually matches that. Let me go find someone else who is a little bit more amazing than the person I'm with. So starting that whole like cheating cycle, right? But then you find someone who's like that amazing and you get to the place where you start to realize, wait a second, they're actually human. 
I'm not because I'm perfect, but they're human. So I need to go find someone else. Okay. Like that's sometimes that like churn of going through people because the narcissist gets with someone is like, ah, no, they're not as good as me. Move on to the next one. It just keeps going. Okay. So sometimes there's an aspect of like, they're not, not so amazing. So I'm going to move on. When we're talking about narcissism and supply, a lot of times when they're going from person to person to person, they're looking for this control and this manipulation. Like they're looking to be able to control and manipulate another person. And when they're able to do that, sometimes it extends their stay in that person's life because they have ultimate control over that person. Sometimes they're just looking for someone, anyone, to provide attention, to provide a validation, ultimately to get supply. This is where it gets confusing for people because they're like, why would they be with this person? Like, why does it actually make sense for the narcissist? Because they look bad being with this person. Like, they look like they downgraded or whatever it might be. Like, sometimes this thought process and idea is going on here. When it comes down to it, the narcissist oftentimes doesn't care. Now, when we're talking about like image, so think of it this way. When we're talking about image, we're talking about mass. Sometimes people get confused about this and they think that the image is only the outward exterior, which it typically is. But that image, that mask that the nurse is putting out can sometimes be internalized as well. And when it's internalized, it means that the stuff that they're doing that makes them look bad in public, they don't really care. Because in their mind, they've already manipulated it, twisted it, and put a mask in place. Oftentimes a victim mask, but they put a mask in place that tells them, I'm good. That tells them that they're better than everyone else. That tells them that they're just the one being abused. Whatever it might be. And sometimes that means they will do stuff that seems completely different than what they've done before because they're no longer putting that mask on the outside. The out mask is more on the inside and they're just like, yeah, I'll just justify it inside. I'll gaslight myself to believe that what I'm actually doing is okay when it's not. So when we're talking about that, sometimes a narcissist wants to go to a new person just for a change of pace. Like I want to be able to, I'm, I'm done with this model. I'm going to go with this model. Uh, I'm done using this toaster, so I'm going to try a different toaster. Like like the illustration of appliances and transactions comes into play here when an artist is like, eh, I'm tired of this. Let me try something different. Sometimes it's just a way to be able to prove power and dominance. Maybe the narcissist just got out of a relationship with you and was like, oh, man, they're holding me accountable. I hated it. Like I just want to get with someone else that I can show that I'm in control of. Now, they're not going to say that, but that's the thought process I'm trying to like break down so you understand. So sometimes change your pace, sometimes prove power and dominance, sometimes just that aspect of control. Sometimes they do it to be able to make you jealous or to be able to get back with you or to be able to manipulate or put you in an envious state of mind. It's a lot of different Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Thanks. End of the day. It could be anyone. Could it be anyone for their looks, for their attention, for the time, for their money? It doesn't really matter. What a narcissist is looking for is someone to pay attention to them, someone to give them validation, and someone to keep propping up their false sense of reality and live in a shallow relationship that makes them feel better. Well, when we talk about the next supply, we also need to identify what actually attracts a narcissist. Because a lot of times people are like, certain things attract them, money, 
image, sex, whatever it might be, a lot of things seem to attract narcissists to certain types of people. Maybe you're in the in the camp of like, well, they are attracted to empaths or people that care so much or people that have compassion and want to fix others. Like all these different things is, yes, there's all aspects of that. When it comes down to it, I want you to show, show you three things that typically attracts a narcissist. Number one is an easy one is a lack of boundaries. When you don't stand up for you, when you don't have a boundary of the limit of the shit that you're going to take, the narcissist loves that. The narcissist looks at that and is like, that means I can manipulate and I can control you. That means I can do what I want to get what I want, regardless of how you feel or act, because you don't actually stick to the things that you say you don't want in your life. So as a result, you set up a boundary and the narcissist blows through that boundary because you did not stick to that boundary. You don't show up for you. So as a result, the narcissist is like, well, you're definitely showing up for me. And they'll keep that going. Second one is a lack of worth. Sometimes you get to the place, whether before the narcissist or in the narcissist relationship, that you think you don't deserve much or you don't think you deserve love or you don't think that you deserve an actual good relationship or what you deserve is the maximum of what you have right now. And so you're left there thinking, this is what I deserve. And so the narcissist is like, yep, this is exactly what you deserve. So I'm going to keep giving you everything you deserve, which typically is nothing but their manipulation and control. And then you have the third one, which I think is the crux of it. The biggest one is the lack of identity. You don't know who you are. And as a result, since you don't know who you are, the narcissist is like, let me show you who you are. You are a person who serves me. You are a person that falls under line of what I want you to do. This ends up being someone who is very easily manipulated. Think of it as someone who is like molded into the version that the narcissist wants them to be. That's molded into the person that the narcissist wants them to be so that they can serve them, so they can control them, so they can get that supply. Whether it looks great, whether it doesn't, doesn't matter. All that matters is in the narcissist's mind of what they're getting from the other person. So what actually matters? Like when it comes down to it, what actually matters with the new supply? What actually matters with you? How does this all correlate? How does this all actually add up? I want you to consider right now, when we're talking about this aspect of the next supply, and you're thinking about the next supply, I want to tell you what matters. Nothing. Because typically what you want to do is compare yourself, to contrast, to be able to put yourself out there thinking, wait a second, why are they doing this? What's going on here? Why are they with this person? I was so much better. This was so much better. The relationship that you had with the toxic person, do you really want that back? And if so, do you really want it back the way it was? Because that's how it would be. That toxic and that manipulation. Regardless of what you see with the next person, what you get back would be your version of the narcissist. Not the new one that they created to manipulate and to woo another person, but your version, the toxic, abusive one. So when we think about this, I need you to understand that you're going to waste a lot of your life focusing on things you can't change versus the one thing that you can change, and that's you. The one thing that you can mold and modify and develop into being a better version, into being the person you are meant to be or called to be or want to be, whatever it might be, that's you. You need to understand that your worth is not defined by that next person, by the narcissist or by the new supply. And you need to understand that you have a moment of recognition. You have a moment of opportunity right now to understand that regardless of what's going on with the new supply, you have one thing that you can control, and that is 
you. So the question today is, are you willing to embrace that challenge? Are you willing to embrace that moment of healing, of saying, hey, whatever they're going to do, I'm not going to subscribe to that reality. I'm going to continue to work on myself to grow, change, heal, and develop to be the person that I'm meant to be. If you're in that spot today and you want that change, I want to invite you to go to escapetoxicity.com. It's a seven-day challenge to healing. just breaks the ice for you to start opening up your eyes and your ears and your life to the aspect of the hard truths that you need to hear. You'll be interacting and you'll be seeing other people in the community. You'll be getting videos and daily talks from me to help you move forward in your healing journey because that's what matters, not the next person. It'll feel like they matter. You'll want to have them matter, so that either you feel better about yourself or that you understand that your worth matters. But it's not about them. And your worth doesn't come from them. It comes from you. Are you willing to take the challenge today to heal, to grow, to change, develop? Then go to escapetoxicity.com and I'll see you there.